Hello, and thank you for listening to the Chick in a Bag podcast. My name is Ty Johnson, and we are talking about the ABCs of getting out of the bag. Today, we're continuing with the letter E, and we're going to be talking about E for effort. E for effort. In defining effort, I saw several definitions. The first one, conscious work or conscious exertion of power, hard work, conscious exertion of power, hard work, a job requiring time and effort is an example. Two, a serious attempt or a try, making an effort to to reduce cost is an example. Um, It's a serious attempt or a try. The third definition I saw, something produced by exertion or trying. Something produced by exertion or trying. Four, effective force as distinguished from the possible resistance called into action by such a force. An effective force. An effective force. And the fifth and last, the total work done to achieve a particular end. The total work done to achieve a particular end. I'm partial to that last definition, that fifth definition. It is the total, the totality of the work that has been completed or done to achieve a particular end. How much genuine effort have you put forth towards your divine purpose in life today? or in any given amount of time, how much genuine effort, the total effort of the work that you've done to achieve a particular end, how much genuine effort have you put forth towards your divine purpose? Living a life on and in purpose takes conscious and continual effort. It's not for the faint of heart. It takes hard work to live a life in and on purpose. We're talking about the ABCs of getting out of the bag and we're talking about effort. You see, oftentimes we're stuck in bags because we have to ask ourselves, have we put forth the proper effort to free ourselves? Have we put forth the proper proper effort in prayer, in meditation, in, in learning, in research, in time spent alone to reevaluate ourselves? Have we put forth the effort necessary to free ourselves from bags of stagnancy, from bags of depression, from bags of hopelessness, from bags of um, wrong relationships, from bags of ignorance? Have we put forth the effort that is necessary to free ourselves? It's hard work. It's hard work to put forth effort that may put you at the center of being the problem. It's hard work to put forth the effort to make the changes that are necessary to make our lives adhere and align with what it is that God has purposed and caused, called us to be. It is hard work. Misguided effort is something that many of us experience, misguided effort. We're busy doing this when we're supposed to be doing that. (laughs) Misguided. For instance, if you are tasked with, let's say you're tasked with cleaning up the yard for the day, 
But instead of cleaning up the yard for the day, you decide that you're going to do the laundry and the yard never gets done. Well, the task was given to you by either your parent or by your spouse or whomever. So when they come home and they see that the task is not completed, it's misguided effort. Yes, you did the laundry. But did you know that by cleaning the yard, there was someone that was supposed to be coming and servicing the yard to get the grass to grow properly? But because you have misguided your efforts, this is now going to cause a delay in the process. How many processes or how much has been delayed in our life because we have misguided efforts? We've decided to focus on the minor instead of focusing on the major. Are you putting forth effort in dead situations not connected to your destiny? Are you putting forth efforts in relationships that people have shown you time and time again that they're not for you, that they're not happy for you, that they're not connected to your destiny, but you continue to sow into that relationship and it's a dead end? That's misguided effort. Are you exhausted because you're exerting effort in things God has not designed you to do? Are you trying to own a boutique and God didn't call you to own a boutique? He called you to be a teacher. Are you trying to um, uh, work as owning a business and God didn't call you to own the business, but he called you to be a senior level, senior level executive, or he called you to work on committees, or he called you to do something else. Are you putting efforts in things that are not connected to your destiny? You'll find yourself tired and exhausted. So we have to evaluate, why am I so tired? God gives grace to us. That grace is the empowerment to do the will of God. If you are saying, oh, God will give me the grace, but he's not going to grace you to do what he didn't call you to do. If he called you to do it, yes, you will be graced to do it. You will see that things come together for you. It's not going to be easy, but it will come together for you in a way that only God can make it happen for you. But if you find yourself going and trying to establish things that God has not necessarily ordained a call for your life, you'll find yourself on your own. You're fighting against the prick. He's not in that. It's not his work for you. He did not call you to do it. So you're now utilizing misguided efforts and you're exhausted. You're exhausted. Sometimes we have to ask ourselves, is this worth it? You know, you'll hear, is it worth it? Is it worth it? It's worth it. If this is purpose driven, it's worth it. If this is what God has called you to do, it's worth it when you're in alignment with your purpose and the plans of God for your life. But it's not worth it when it's not where you are supposed to be. Is that why we're tired? We have to ask ourselves these questions. Misguided efforts. Though effort takes hard work, it also comes with ease when you're built for it. Don't you know some of you were built to own businesses? Some of you were built to be the CEO. Some of you were built to do these different things. Some of you were built to be um, the supervisor. Some of you were built to be an employee that you come up with ideas and concepts. Some of you were built to just be a team player. It doesn't make you less than, and it's not just a team player because the team makes the dream come true. You can be a business owner and a CEO, but if you don't have a team, 
it can't come to manifestation. You need help. And just because you feel like, no, I, I should be higher than this. What if that is where God has called you to be and wherever God has called you to be is the highest? You know, sometimes we have a we have a misconception of our places in life. We think that our places in life determine our worth. No, our worth is determined by how full we're living our life in and on purpose. And if our effort is being done to live a life according to the plans that God has for us, it will always bring us to a place where we experience the best in life. No matter what that best position is or what that best looks like, it will be the best. And you will know it. You will feel it. You will you will be able to own it. A lot of people are exhausted because they have misguided effort because they're chasing after someone else's dream or someone else's goal. When God has ordained you for such a time and such a place as this, he's built you for something. And when he's built you for it, it comes with ease. Not that it's easy, but it comes with ease. You guys know what I'm saying. Just because I can write and I can design and I can do these things, it still takes of me. It takes my time. It takes my life. It takes my focus. It's not easy, but it comes with ease because I was built for it. I was created for it. The same with you. The thing that comes with ease because God has placed it in you. We're talking about effort. When you put forth the proper proper effort, it will release you from bags of stagnancy. When you make sure your effort is not misguided, it will place you at the right table. It will put you in the right room. Effort, effort is your work. The Bible talks about this. It says that faith without work is dead. Faith without effort is dead. When you have faith mixed with effort, you're going to prosper. You're going to move forward. You're going to be all that God has called you to be, but you must make sure that you're putting forth the effort and you're being diligent about it. We're going to talk about seven steps to maximizing your efforts, seven steps to maximizing your efforts. Number one, ask God for strength daily. Number one, ask God for strength daily. I have to arise each day and ask God to give me the strength that I may guide my efforts accordingly and complete the task at hand. I'm a person that has a million things running through my mind and I will start task and not finish if I don't ask God to give me the, the wisdom and give me the strength to be able to fulfill the task that he's placed. Don't let my efforts be misguided. Don't let me start doing something else that is not what he's called me to do today. I need to understand that my efforts need to go to the assignment of the day. So I ask God daily for strength because sometimes, especially if you're a thinker like me, you're tired in your mind. Even more so than in your body, you're tired in your mind. So I ask God to strengthen my mind, strengthen my will that I'm able to go forth and complete the task at hand for the day, that my efforts will not be in vain, but that I will finish what I have to do today. Number two, go with the flow of your current energy. Don't waste it. 
Go with the flow of your current energy. One of the things that I do is before my day starts, most of the times it's at night, but then sometimes early, early in the morning when I'm starting my day, I begin to jot down tasks for today. That's in my time of talking with God. I get these tasks and I feel the energy to complete them. I, there's a flow. Something else may pop in my mind that, oh, you should do this. I have to fight to keep myself from going to do that, utilizing that energy to go and do something else. Why? Because I need to stay on task and I need to go with the flow of that current energy to to complete that task. You know, as a person that is a creative, my energy is all over the place as far as um, wanting to achieve and create. But I, in order to be successful, I need to have guided effort so that I can get to the finish line and complete things. So I go with the flow of my current energy and I don't waste not a drop of it. Um, let me give you another example. For in, for for instance, I'm not a my schedule is not one that is nine to five. My schedule is not one that's nine to five. So I may wake up at one a.m. Uh, maybe I, I I slept around ten p.m. or eleven p.m. and I may jump up at one p.m. But because I'm trying to stay in the um, norm are confines of the norm. I may say, no, I need to lay back down. Um, I need to wait until the morning to get up and start going. I found that when I flow with that energy and go ahead and get up and start my day with my meditation, writing out my task and my goals, and then creating um, the, the, the right pace at which to start getting these things completed, I'm way better for it. I get more accomplished usually before 6 a.m then some people do all day. Is that what the Marines used to say? I'm not a Marine, but I tell you, when I go with that flow, I get so much accomplished. But when I try and suppress that current flow of energy and and, and make myself um, stay in a certain confine, those efforts are wasted. Why? Because that energy was meant to be used in that moment for those efforts to shine forth. And I didn't do it. So it's imperative that we take that current flow of energy, not waste it, and do what we need to do. Number four, proper research. Proper research. If we are to be honest with ourselves, if we would take the time and research whatever topic or whatever thing that we're trying to create or any type of structure that we're trying to go into, if we put forth the proper research before we put forth effort to creating it, then we would find a certain ease. In order for us to maximize our efforts, let us be let us find wisdom in that subject before we try and create in, inside of those constraints. Understand what those constraints are so that we can be effective and use our effort wisely. You don't want to spend the whole day. Uh, oh, I'll give you a perfect example. Have you ever noticed when the instructions comes with a piece that needs to be put together? Instead of looking over the instructions, you just start taking stuff out the bag or the box and start putting it together. You spend an hour, two, three hours realizing this thing is not stable. What's going on? Had I looked at the instructions research, had I read, I would have known that this part 
that it seemed like there was no way for it to go. But this part was very fundamental in keeping the base of the structure together. That is what I'm talking about when I say making sure that we do the proper research before before we place forth effort, because that's wasted effort. It's misguided. And guess what happens when you end up doing all that work, two, three hours wasted, because you got to take it all the way apart and then put it back together properly. And guess what? Most times it may never get put together properly. It may end up, you just say, you know what? That's too much. Forget about it. I'm not doing it anymore. And then you find yourself frustrated. And once you're frustrated, you can get off task in so many other areas of your life. And the enemy uses this. That's why we must make sure that our efforts are being used wisely, that they're going for that effort, proper effort, genuine and consistent effort will get you out of bags of stagnancy, get you out of bags of complacency. It will get you out of bags that show forth. It looks like things are not moving on your behalf. When you do the proper research, you can get out of the situation. Number five. Number five. Actually, this is number four. The previous one um, was number three, proper research. Number four, learn to delegate responsibilities. Learn to delegate responsibilities. I had to learn it. Yeah, you might be excellent at doing, but do, do you have to do it? Just because you know how to do it and you know how to do it great. Tap into the gift of others. Let them do it. Free yourself up to be able to do the things that only you can do. Delegate that responsibility so that your efforts can be maximized in doing what only you can do. There are certain things with your business, with your job, with your assignment that others can do it for you so that you can stay on task. And there are things that only you can do. Focus on the things that only you can do. Put your effort and energy behind that so that you free yourselves up to do the needful, the necessary to move your efforts forward. Tap into the gifts of others and let them take on things that you may even be excellent with, but they don't necessarily need your attention. Number five, work wisely. Don't overwork. Work wisely. You know, sometimes we get into a place where we're so busy that we're not handling business. So you get so busy, you're doing so much, but you're not being effective. Um, your effort is there. You, you, you're you getting work done, but it's not work that's making a change. Work wisely. Don't overwork. Don't overdo something. Know when to say when. Know when enough effort is enough effort. Know when you should not exceed that so that you can build up and fight another day. Again, we're talking about effort. If you overwork yourself and you become exhausted, the first thing is you're going to become frustrated. And nine times out of 10, you're going to give up if just for that day, or it could be for a season, or it could be completely on that project. Make sure you pace yourself and you work wisely. Number six, don't obsess. Don't obsess. I deal with this one a lot. Sometimes I can obsess over something so much so that it paralyzes me and I get nothing completed in regards to that particular task. I want it to be so perfect. I want it to be so this that I negate actually producing it because of my fear of what someone or something or somehow it's not going to meet up to par. It's not going to go ahead and create it and 
then bring it to the highest level of excellence. Go ahead and produce it and then go in and work on it to make it be all that you want to be after you do it. Because sometimes when we obsess over things, nothing ever gets done because we just can't let it go. And then sometimes it will get done and we continue to obsess over it that we never release it. It never sees the light of day. Don't let your efforts be wasted because you were so obsessed with getting something to a certain level that the world never, ever enjoys or sees it. And then the final one, number seven, take time to refresh, recharge, and refocus. Take the necessary time to refresh yourself, refresh your mind, refresh your spirit. Take time off. Take time to get away from everything. Take time so that when you come back on the job, you're recharged, meaning that, hey, now you have new energy. You have new focus to be able to get the job done and bring your efforts to the optimal level and get things done. When you see this, you will see progress and progress always brings encouragement. So these things are meant to encourage you to finish, to finish, making sure that your effort is being used in a way that will propel you to finish and not just finish any kind of way, but finish strong. Father, I thank you for your daughter, for your son today. I thank you, Lord God, that their efforts will not be misguided. That, Lord, just as you've given them the assignment, just as you've given them the gifts and the talent, their total work will be done and it will achieve a particular end, an end of excellence, an end of completion. They will hear you hear you say, well done, thy good and Faithful, sir, and you've been faithful over a few things now. I'll make you ruler of many. Thank you that their efforts are not in vain. We give you glory right now for invigorating them with the strength to complete all that you've placed in their hands. And we give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. In Jesus' matchless name, we worship you. Amen, amen. I want to thank you for listening in to the Chick in a Bag podcast. I pray that these episodes are encouraging you to live your best life and be all that God has called you to be. If you take these principles and make sure that you utilize them to stay out of the bag. God bless you. I appreciate and love you dearly. And I will see you next time. God bless. Bye-bye.